Okay, as we pull it together here, uh, it's the last day of the semester. Pretty wild, pretty wild. So let me throw this out there, and uh, this is a genuine compliment to you guys. I have really loved coming to fourth period philosophy class. It's really been great. You guys have made it a really rich environment. Uh, we were shooting for a kingdom culture, and I feel like we were able to achieve that in many respects where people felt safe and loved, valued, appreciated. You guys asked a ton of great questions, and we wrestled around with a lot of really good stuff. Um, I have learned a lot from you guys. So as a teacher, that's really rich um, to have an environment where I feel safe enough to be vulnerable and to learn as well on the journey. Um, and so this is uh, not just a last day of class, thanks. It is that, but I hope you hear that I, I really mean it. Like, thank you for a great semester. I love my job, and I, I love coming here and being on the journey with you guys. And I tried a lot of different things, and you guys were great in navigating that with me. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray the prayers that we prayed on those first couple of days. The Lord's Prayer, opening of that and they open our eyes so we can see, right? And so the questions I have for you as a devotional thought on the last day of class are, we prayed for the kingdom to come into your hearts and minds. And a reflection for you as the semester ends, where has that happened more for you this semester? Where is the kingdom? Maybe you've seen it better, you've experienced better, you've understood it more. Maybe it's not just about the concept of the kingdom, but maybe it's the king. I got to know the king better yeah, in his domain. So that's been a, a prayer is that heaven would happen here more. Hey, thanks for leading up there. Yeah. Um, and the other piece is uh, open our eyes so we can see. Remember the little uh, servant who couldn't see the angel army? And that freaked him out. Does that make sense? And we talked about having a worldview that doesn't understand reality. That'll mess with you, right? Like that really impacts who we are. And uh, it impacts our understanding of what's really going on. And so the truth brings freedom. Um, and, and actually even doesn't just bring freedom up here. That dude was wet in his robe, right? Like he was freaked out. He thought he was going to die. And he had no... No need to worry when he understood reality. Go team. So I want to challenge you is to continue to pray that those prayers, <laughs> thy kingdom come. And, and then also as you head into Christmas, it is definitely one of the advantages of teaching this class is when I end the class and I challenge you to ask the Lord to open your eyes at Christmas. <laughs> I get to pray that for myself at the end of every semester. Open my eyes this Christmas. What new piece of the story can I see more fully? Um, especially coming off of all this stuff with myth and adventure. This Christmas story is a crazy cool story. We just heard it on stage today. It's cool stuff. Nice job reading that poem, by the way. I'm thinking about the poem. Like that poem is so awesome. <laughs> so thanks again for listening. You guys listen to me all semester. You guys are very gracious. Uh, let me pray, then I'll pray today. Lord, we come to you 
as an act of worship and even as a philosophical act of praying to this unseen God who we believe is real and not just an abstraction but a being who loves us and comes to us and dies for us and walks with us and fills us with his spirit. Thanks for being that God. Thanks for this class and uh, what it just what it allows us to think about and wrestle with. So the prayers that we bring to you today are for your kingdom to come more and more. More of your kingdom come here on earth, here in this school, this classroom, our hearts, our minds, our souls. It'll be the king's domain, your dominion would be here amongst us. Help us to get to know you, the king, better. We pray for that Aslan moment, that encounter moment that's just unshakable, that's so real. And Lord, we, uh, we pray that your will would be done here as it's done there. We also pray that you would continue to open our eyes. A lot, a little, just enough, whatever it is, wherever we're blind, Lord, help us to see. <coughs> Open our eyes so we can see more of you, more of who you are. <coughs> Pray that you'd guide us in class today, that as we try to milk even the last half hour of class, that we still enjoy some of these lessons that Tolkien gives us, the opportunity it affords for us. Thanks for your grace in all of this. Pray this in the power of your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Uh, you're allowed to work on your final. I'm going to have you stay in the room today because um, I have some lessons that I want to share with you. Um, and so you can sit back and enjoy the lessons, or if you want to just kind of work on the final, that's fine either way. Uh, but I have a, this is one of those, I, I, got, I was trying to pick which one I was going to do, and I, I thought I'd go with the Gandalf lesson today. Um, and I'll give it to you guys up front. I backfilled it at the end of class. I made it more of kind of a punchline, per se, first period. And I'm going to flip it around and give it to you in the front of class this time. And then we'll just watch the videos. Um, but when I look at the Gandalf story, uh, I had to come to a realization that I had missed something really important for a long time. And I think the reason why I missed it is because I didn't, I, I was living out the story, right? Who here likes Gandalf the Grey? Anybody willing to raise their hand like we like this guy? He's got some killer quotes, doesn't he? Uh, he's got the cool staff. He helped with the whole Hobbit spiel. Now, Gandalf the Grey is amazing. The kids love him. They love his fireworks, right? And he's just fun great guy yeah who who here would think that Gandalf the Grey has to die we don't we don't need a new Gandalf we've got a great Gandalf does that make sense and so I want you to look around the room and realize there's a lot of great students in the room like you guys are great smart you're kind you're striving you're working hard you're trying to clean up your lives where you need to you're trying to build bridges and not burn them. Like, you guys are great. Does that make sense? Guess what happens to Gandalf the Grey? He dies. 
we get rid of Gandalf the Grey. Ready? Why? So that we can have what? Gandalf the White. What? We don't need to improve on Gandalf, do we? And actually, do we? Yeah. Like that blew me away because I kept thinking, but I. No, the only when Jesus says you have to die to yourself and your old self needs to go, I'm thinking the old sinful, corrupt self. Does that make sense? What does Tolkien do with that whole concept? No, it's not just the old sinful, corrupt self. It's just the what? The self you are right now needs to do what? To die so you can be what? The next new self that he has for you. What? <laughs> I don't want to die. Well, yep. <laughs> And I think that that lesson, yeah, it only hit me a few years ago <laughs> when when I was going through a type of death. And I'm like, wait, Mr. D, he's a pretty cool teacher. I like Mr. D. I don't, I don't want Mr. D to die. Right? But Mr. D has to die so I can get what? A, a better? Mr. I can become more fully? Yeah, Mr. D, the, the white? What? Right, so do you see what's going on there? That's not a sense of arrogance, but is Gandalf the White going to go back to Gandalf the Grey? No. No. Yeah, go ahead. So while he never goes back to being Gandalf the Grey, though, he allows other people to think that he is still Gandalf the Grey. He does. He only does the whole, I'm actually Gandalf the White in dramatic moments. And that's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch, right? Because here's the thing. He's still who? He's still Gandalf. And that's the fear. The fear is that you're going to lose yourself when you die to yourself, but really what are you gonna get? More of your real self, okay? So our fear is gonna lose the really cool you, the good you, the great you, the you you've been working so hard to become. And when that dies, you're afraid you're gonna lose that, when in actuality, what does Jesus say? When you lose your life, you'll what? You'll actually find it, you get to you'll gain it. But I always, I always thought that was with the bad people. The bad people had to die to their bad self, and then they can become their good self. And what does Tolkien show us in Gandalf the Grey? The good people need to what? Die to their good self, so they can become more of who they really are in their true self. Are we tracking? So that's what I want to offer you today. Yeah. So how do you die? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that is a great question. That's just like that's my. One of my favorite teacher moments right there. <laughs> I just had a student ask me what? <laughs> how do you die? How, so how do you die? <coughs> right? Oh, a great moment. I, and that's where I feel like we're really starting to understand the paradox. I want to die so that I can what? Live, right? that cool? How do I die? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? And I think, I, I, I don't know the, I'm not going to say, here's how you die. I, I don't know what that is, but I think that's what it is, is we come to Christ and say, what? How do I die with you so that I can become more of me and, and be, have more of you in me? What needs to, so the question is, how do I die today? What, what needs to die today? Yeah? Like what part of your life is causing you to mess up? Yeah, what is causing you to miss out on being the full you? Whatever that is, let's kill it. Generally speaking, we'll probably realize it's a lot of who we are, right? The more we, the more we kill it, the more we'll find life, right? One of my favorite poets, Wendell Berry, has a great last line of the poem where he says, practice resurrection. <laughs> practice, practice it. <laughs> what you mean? What? That means you gotta like, die so you can practice resurrection. Yeah? Great. Thank you for that moment. That's nice timing.
Right. And so why don't we watch this, and I'm going to give you a few thoughts on this. How does someone like a Gandalf die? Well, he takes on a Balrog. <laughs> yeah? Sweet. we got to find some Balrogs to kill. All right. So here we go. Let's let's get some of these. We'll 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 go into the movie clips. Where is it? I need fellowship. Where's fellowship? ABC fellowship. Fellowship. A B C D E F. Fellowship. So we. We ended, right? With the Council of Elrond. What rings do we have to destroy? How do we play our part in the fellowship, right? This is the uh, the epic adventure, the quest, the love. Can you feel the love tonight? Sha la 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 la. No, wait, sorry. No. That's pretty sweet. Even that, Frodo has to leave what? Who wants to leave Riven now? Right? Gotta go. We're on the journey. Gotta go. And there you go. And so they got the, you know, the, met, the strings of metaphors are fabulous. We've got the mountain where they have to turn around. And I, I often talk to students about the metaphor here. Are there other options besides going over a mountain where some of us could die? Yeah, so if you have other options, what do you do? A good leader will take the other options. You don't just sacrifice people for the quest when you don't really have to, right? But then you end up here at the gates of Moria. And uh, once they're locked in the gates of Moria, <laughs> Do they have any other options? No, I love that moment. Right? And that's where we get this moment. We now have but one choice. <laughs> Which is not a choice. Be on your guard. There are older and finer things than orcs in the deep places of the world. Now, uh, for your sake, in regards to your assignment for the final exam, this is what authors call the journey into the underworld, or the wilderness, or the dark night of the soul, or the, or the, got it? This is the really hard moment on the journey moment. <laughs> Does that make sense? And do all the journeys have these? Yeah. 
It's the, the journey into darkness. Harry Potter's got this. Luke Skywalker has this, right? Bilbo ends up in the cave. Every epic hero is going to have a journey into darkness. Odysseus literally goes where? Into the underworld, you know, like he goes under the world. So it's all there, right? What is that? There's a Nemo. Nemo ends up down in the darkness, right? Oh, wait, catch this. More jewels. What? Wait, what? Say it slow. Myth real. Myth real. So the most valuable the most valuable thing in Middle Earth is the real myth. Myth real. No? Yeah? Anybody? Yeah, anybody? Come on, right? Yeah? First period was a total dud. They're all looking at me like No, foul ball. I'm like that's supposed to be a home run. Like, come on, right? So anyways, you guys catching it? Now, you don't have to go with that interpretation, but um, uh, myth, real. <laughs> go team. <laughs> thank you, thank you. The honest answer, right? Like, eh. <laughs> how, how dark is the, the darkness? It's dark. Bilbo had a set of mithril rings falling oh, That was a kingly gift. Yeah, the yes. chainmail shirt. I never told him, but its worth was greater than the man in the Shire. Yeah, not just the house in the Shire, the what? The Shire. <laughs> it's that the chainmail shirt. The breastplate of righteousness that saves his life. Sometimes on our journeys, it's hard to figure out which way to go, right? So this would be the decisive moment, having to make that hard decision. Some that died deserve life. 
Just interject. This is rich stuff. Like, this is some of Tolkien's finest lines. Where are we getting them? Yeah, in the darkness. In the hot, guys. In the hard, dark moment, we're getting some of the best wisdom. All right, connecting the dots there. Yeah, Isaiah 45. Write this down. Somebody need to write this down. So you'll need this verse. My wife gave it to me. Bless her heart. Isaiah 45, 3. And you will receive the treasures of darkness, says the Lord. Isn't that cool? The treasures of darkness. Not the treasures of light. The treasures of what? Yeah. Pretty sweet? We're going to get another great line here. I just stopped that one just so we can let it sink in. Here's another one coming. And uh, I think that's part of ready, the, the question of why. Why does God allow the dark, hard moments in our journey? Why does God allow Gandalf to face a Balrog? Right? Why would Tolkien write that into the story? Why does the author write a Balrog into the story? What? That's mean. That's cruel, cruel author, but a jerk author making making Gandalf fight a Balrog, making them go through. See what's going on? Like we think that Tolkien's mean as an author to have him go through this, when in actuality, what is this doing for them on their journey? Priceless treasure, right? There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides that of evil. Bilbo was meant to defy the ring, in which case you also were meant to. And that is an encouraging thought. Oh. Is that what? He's remembered. No. But the air doesn't smell so far down here. If you died, Gandalf, always follow your nose. How's Gandalf do that? Staying positive down there. <laughs> I want to just get to this moment and then we'll take on the Balrog for the rest of class. We gotta pause it there. If, if this is the journey into the underworld, the journey into the subconscious, a journey into our hearts, a journey below the surface of things, what do we find down there? Death and darkness, right? But it's meant to be what? A beautiful kingdom, right? The kingdom 
is meant to be a gorgeous kingdom filled with treasure and gold. Thank you for the awesome metaphor, Tolkien, right? The problem is, is that when we really go down there, what are we going to find? We'll find the brokenness and the depravity unless we let the king come in and restore. Yeah? And yet, even in ruins, dwarven architecture is still beautiful. It's still gorgeous. Even in the brokenness, it's still beautiful. Amen, brother. Nice. A whisper, a whisper stand. All right, we good? Are we catching the journey into the underworld metaphor? We got that. Let's move on to Balrog moment now. Um, in here, often you're going to find in the darkness, you're going to get some of your first and hardest battles, as you will see. And so they fight the troll. Frodo gets stabbed. Frodo gets stabbed, and he would be dead had it not been for his breastplate of righteousness. I mean, sorry, for his chainmail shirt. And I love this because in a story like this, we are told to put on the breastplate of righteousness. In a story, we see the function of the breastplate of righteousness. Why do we need to be righteous? Because it does what? It protects you from getting stabbed in the heart. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, the function of righteousness is to protect you in the battles. Fair enough. Pretty cool. Then we get here and... Uh, in these stories, I like to compare the orcs. They're warped elves, right? Elves bring light and truth, and orcs going to bring lies and darkness. And so you got these this lies. we got to fight off the lies, the depression, the fear, the anxiety, all those things that attack us every day. Fair enough? Yeah. So that's often where we go with the metaphors, with stuff like orcs um, or trolls, is temptation, despair, fear, worry, anxiety, lies. What do we got to do all day long? Fight off the orcs, right? I wanna, I'm saying that because watch this. <laughs> In life, do those things often surround us? The fear, the depression, the anxiety, the worry, the lies, the temptations. They often do what? Especially in the dark moments, they do what? They surround. And that just stinks, right? It's not fun. I felt like that. I am sure some of you have already felt like this on your journey, right? Here's the key. <laughs> this next thing is not an orb. You see what's going on there? not an orc, but what is this? That's the question. Yeah. What metaphor is this though? This is not really the little lizard on the shoulder anymore, is it? And they do. And for the sake of the metaphor, 
I'm gonna slide us past the cool never toss a dwarf and the whole stare thing with awesome CGI. Like it's it's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to spend seven minutes getting to the fight with the Balrog. Um, but here it comes. supposed to like get that off the screen into your life I mean yeah at the same time you see what's going on here is this just uh, a little temptation throughout the day here it's just a little lie that you gotta fight off with a sword now this is what this <laughs> is huge alright so when we have to chalk this up to metaphor moment death how's that one work does that fit that's a pretty big one how about your deepest, darkest fear for your journey. Somebody dying. Somebody, somebody that you love dying. Losing a job. Not, not this college situation, or, or getting, you know, hurt in a way that, or a sick. Maybe for some of us, the biggest fear that we have is we're gonna get sick, like really sick, right? I think we got to consider here. This is. It's called a Balrog, which means it's a demon of terror. So it's the biggest fear that we are carrying with us on the journey. Does that make sense? So if I, if I had to describe to you as best I can, what, what is the thing that you are most afraid of happening? Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Now the beauty of this is some of you have already killed Balrogs and you're sitting in my classroom so nice work <laughs> shout out to whoever you are <laughs> nice job some of you are dealing with this right now bless you like for real bless you some of you have yet to face your what deepest fear and is that part of the journey it's part of the journey we gotta do it what does Gandalf do remember Frodo in the book when he gets to Rivendell he turns and faces the ring race Go back, go back to the land of shadow. You shall have neither the ring nor me. Right? I love Tolkien. He has these amazing turns. I should write a paper or something. Frodo turns. What does Gandalf do on the Bridge of Casa Doom here? Turns and faces it. Right? Yeah. And you'll see over and over and over characters who turn and face the enemy. Here we go. Yeah. I what? Was Evil 
Now, I mean, I know this is an emotional moment, but I, I'm a rock climber. Those handholds are huge. <laughs> like, I mean, come on, right? They're yeah. huge. And then you've got a couple more that are really big, right? Like, he could, he could do what? He, could, he really could get a heel hook, <laughs> climb up. Right, he's getting up. Could he? Could he climb up? Yeah. I lo- I actually love that Peter Jackson did that. Those handholds are massive. Because that's the point. He's not just falling. He's what? It's one thing to manage your Balrog, and another to do what? Kill it. We don't want to just knock our fears off a bridge. Because it'll do. Then they'll do what? They'll come back. We got to go do what? Let's go. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the Balrog is a cockroach. I think that's what's going on here. We just ruined the moment, didn't we? (laughs) Now I want you to consider here, again, I'm trying to help you with your final exam. What will you often see on the journey of a hero? There's going to be what? The mentor always dies. The mentor. What happens to Luke with Obi-Wan? He dies. <laughs> I think Harry Potter has to deal with this, doesn't he? Dumbledore? Dumbledore? But you're going to have the death of a mentor, the death of a friend, the death of a companion, because is that part of our story? Yes, it's part of our story. It's part of the journey. And we need to see that it is important to mourn the loss, get to a safe place, and keep going. Yeah. Now, is he getting the, is he, is he mean by saying, let's go guys, get up? No, he's, you gotta get to a safe place. The key here is he doesn't say don't cry. He says, we gotta go down there and cry. Does that make sense? Um, Oh, look at that. There he is. That was awkward. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Gave it away. I got two more clips for you to wrap up class. I'm going to use every minute, every second of class today. But as we come to this, in the two towers, which you weren't assigned to read, so definitely spoiler alert, but why not? Um, Peter Jackson sets this up, right? And he sets up the bridge, the fall the fight, and then the resurrection, the return, right? So the opening of the two towers, which is a powerful choice for Peter Jackson. Could have done a lot of different openings for this movie. And you gotta get a good one, and he, I think he did a decent job here. But I want you to consider these two minutes. Right, ready? By the way, who wants to go to New Zealand? <laughs> Hello, right? But this is all on the surface. We're on the outside. We're on the outside. Awesome helicopter shot, right? Which, how did they get this shot, by the way? What in the heck? I guess, but this is an insane shot. That's not CGI, is it? That's a real shot. But ready, look at that, right? We're on the outside of the mountain. We're on the outside. We're on the surface of this beautiful mountain. It's going to take us where? 
down back into the depths into the core into the heart of the mountain which is what Tolkien calls it right the roots the roots of the mountain Yeah, you always see those handholds every time you watch this. Sorry about that. Alright, here we go. Whoever put this scene together, what do you gotta grab if you're gonna take on a Balrog? Yeah, you gotta grab your sword. So grab that. By the way, what will it feel like? What will it feel like to take on your hardest fear? You have to take yourself off the quest. Grab the bell rock by the horns, right? But he's riding this thing into the depths of the mountain. gonna feel like falling. That's our Chesterton poem today. Look at that. Come on. Ready? Who wants to sign up for this? Ah, that's not the best pause in the world. I missed it. Where'd that all take place? Well, but where? In right up here for Frodo. Now it's in the mountain, so you got there's lots of layers here. But see, the, the the filmmakers here made it so that that's all happening in Frodo's mind. This is a battle up here, isn't it? Our fears are often residing where, right here. Brilliant, thank you, Peter Jackson. And then we get the beautiful story unfolding. Uh, Mary and Pippin are captured and dragged away, and so they chase them down. They go to look for um, them, and they're pulled uh, away from Sam and Frodo. And on their journey, they fight orcs. They get dragged into the forest, and they bump into someone. And this is basically right near Orthanc, so it is Saruman's backyard. Got it? They saw Gandalf go down with a Balrog. What is the assumption? The assumption is that Gandalf is dead, and that is a natural assumption, okay? And they're on Saruman's property, who wears a white, white robe. Fair enough? Ready? Here we go. They think that Saruman is coming to capture them, which, of course, he would want to do that. It's Aragorn. That was low. Thank <laughs> you. 
So I loved your question, Geezer. How do we die, right? I don't know, but this helps. They met someone they did not expect. Does that comfort you? Who are you? Show yourself! Now, when my niece was reading this, she called me, Uncle Matt! He's back! I'm like, I know! <laughs> Yay, Haley! Because <laughs> she had cried, called me and cried when he fell. What did it cost him, though? Darkness took me, and I strayed out of thought and time. The stars wheeled overhead, and every day was a fog and a light age of the earth. But it was not the end. I felt life in the life. end. I've been sent back until my task is done. Gandalf. Gandalf. I was like, oh, that's right. That's right. That was something to call me. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. Gandalf the Grey. I am. That was my name. Gandalf. I am Gandalf. And I come back to you now. At the turn of the time. <laughs> hey, real quick. What's it going to be like for Gandalf to ride out into battle? Will he be afraid? Will he be? A, will he be afraid of an orc? No. Seriously, what did you just get? You see what's going on? Why? Ready? Why would God allow you to face your deepest fear? So that. So that when. You are victorious because you stood firm in the victory of Christ. If you face your deepest fear, well, what's it going to be like after that with all the other little fears? So, so could a loving, kind Father God write really hard things into your story? Yeah, why? So that when you find victory over the super hard things, the other things are going to be won. Way easier. Not not if. Not if. What? When you kill a Balrog, what's it like to kill an orc afterwards? So does anybody want to take on the hardest stuff right now? I mean, no, but yeah. See, yeah. Because now, now you're like, I can rejoice in the trial because I'm going to... 
I'm gonna be victorious. I'll probably die, but then I'll come back. Right? How are we doing? Have a have a great weekend. Merry Christmas. Journey. Ah. Actually, a decent timing today. What? No, it's not subtle. No. Right there. Just cracking up. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh. So many people watch this and have no idea what they're watching. See you guys. Thanks for that today. Start from the beginning of the Hobbit. Why not? If you want to watch the whole thing, yeah. then just start with the Hobbit. And just go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Or no, there's only six. But I'll just do them all. You know, might as well because because it's designed to give you that full story, and that's what Peter Jackson did. Everybody mocked him. Dear bro, take care. Dude, I got a hug. Yeah, I need a hug. That's the journey. And you'll be victorious. You'll die with each of them. You'll be victorious. But, like, how do you connect it? Yeah, and that's where I think that's good. Yeah, right now. Chad. There's something to be said for. I feel like I'm dying, but not in the right ways. See, there we go. I think that's the key. Yeah, you don't want to be conquered, but you want to, in the process of conquering, through Christ and in Christ, let the shadow die and the, the real you have life, right? Yeah. So I think that's going to be the work of really getting to know who Christ is, who you are in Christ, and then work with him on that process. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't want to fight the wrong enemy. You don't want to fight yourself. Uh, yeah? Yeah. We should chat. Definitely. Are you, yeah. wait, are you around for break? Uh, are you yeah, guys now? Mo yeah. Mostly, yeah. Let's let's do a breakfast. Let's, or let's do I have your phone number? Oh. Check. If you don't, let me give it to you. Let's go do lunch. Uh, let's go get some breakfast or get some coffee. Yeah. Cool. We'll break it. Your phone. I would love that. Yeah. Thanks. Peace, bro. Peace. Hey.
That was awesome. You nailed it. Yeah, today. yeah. Thank that's you. that's the question. And today it wasn't about solving that per se, but it was about getting us to that place. Yeah, and you were there. And I'm like going to Rivendell, getting help, trying to. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Is we got to have the Rivendells and the Lorians if we're gonna do this stuff. Without that, we're. Because like for a while I didn't like accept that there was like yeah. a gap gaping wound, and that made me do more things exactly that hurt myself yeah. more and then it's like that's usually how it gets us and then just like tumbling and now right. I'm just like <laughs> yeah yeah well the beauty of it is that's happening now it's a good time to have it happen actually yeah it's yeah. a really good time because well, you can work through stuff and then for sure grow work in, work yeah. into growing into the man you've been created to be yeah right it's a bummer when people do that when they're 50. <laughs> 17, yeah, 18, yeah. 19 is a great age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll yeah. pray for you through Thank it. Thank you, please. Let's yeah. connect. All right. Sweet. Merry Christmas. Christmas. I was an easy muffin, so that was good. Uh, yeah. I was definitely was not thinking about this earlier. Clearly not at all. That's awesome. You're a good artist. Thank you. Yeah. Nice job, that's really good proportion. That's just really cool. Yeah, I need to work on it a bit more. That's a, that's a big sword. <laughs> I like it. Bro, it has been so great to have you in class. I remember those first few days, and I was like, this is gonna be fun. I specifically, I actually said that I verbally. Know, I know, and so I just wanna say thanks for making it fun and for keeping it really safe and for being really authentic and engaging why we're here right yeah so but thank you for that it, you've been a real gift uh, for me as a teacher to have a student like you who's willing to just go on a journey right? be on the journey so you'll not be forgotten <laughs> I appreciate that it's true it's true yeah, I put the little crab on the pillow <laughs> I don't know I've just I have always loved philosophy I've yeah. always been a very That's, yeah. that's actually the goal is the goal is for students to get those details together mm -hmm. but the truth is this class can't really give it to you in some respects right. I got to get you guys in touch with Chesterton and Lewis and Tolkien who right. they're the ones who have the wealth of resource for those who want to keep pursuing yeah. so. so I gotta pump out all the assignments which yeah. I never technically turned in just because it was like I don't understand what things I do but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing that but
Like, I have to go back to the beginning. Because I read well, Hobbit. I loved Hobbit. Know that. Yeah. But it's just like, I have to go back to the beginning. I have to start over, and I have to read this with a new mindset. Well, I think that's the key, is, is Lord of the Rings is great entertainment. This is great storytelling. It's really, really dense. The reason why it's dense is so that we can do this. And once you know that you can do this with it and how to do this with it, uh, <laughs> that's why Tolkien's not going away. That's why he's on that caliber of a Homer or a Shakespeare or you know those types of authors where his stuff is right, going to be I mean, around. It's myth-making stuff. And I've always loved it just because of how much detail he goes into where he has the whole world laid out. Whole world. And I mean, it's like, I'm currently writing a document where well, I'm explaining the scientific principles behind characters that's just, so say, that, just so that I, that's covered. I think for you, it's more of uh, you're going to see Tolkien as a peer, as someone who's doing what you're trying to do, and you can just learn from his craft right. to carry into yours without trying don't be Tolkien. Don't try to be Tolkien. Well, and just learn from him as an artist. I mean, it's even like we talk about how all stories reflect the sub yeah, story, and I'm realizing like that's an unintentional thing. Because I'm, I was looking for my friend, I'm obviously doing the whole Red Cross's yeah. journey, and I was realizing. He doesn't remember most of his life before he was an yeah. immortal. I didn't even realize that that was an allegory. Uh, and I made that. Well, that's the beauty of it. What, what you'll find is the best authors will have so much of it will be unintentional just because they're artists, right? And the Holy Spirit's working through them. Right. And then the, uh, the other part that makes them the artist that stands out is they go through and they add the intentionality piece. Right. So then when you have the intentional and the unintentional working together, it's amazing. That's right. where you get the genius stuff. And, and then it's even just like, because this is the first, for this final, it was the first time that I laid out, okay, what are the events I have made that are a part of Red Cross's story? Well, yeah. there's you know, him at the beginning, before the flood, and then surviving the flood and all yeah. that, because he actually went through it without the ark. Yeah. And, uh, That's then so there, awesome. and there's the him actually as part of the Roman Empire and as a citizen of Rome and see, watching Jesus' execution. And yeah. that because he felt time shift around him as it was yeah. just like the past just changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, and then it's like, and then there's modern day, and I'm just now realizing all this stuff does fit in with the Bible, and I didn't yeah. intend for it to. Isn't that great? See, that's the beauty of it. That's, yeah. That shows that there's someone working in and through you, which is really great. You it's really encouraging. that and be encouraged by it, definitely. All right, yeah. bro, bless anyway. you. Yep. That's been a great class. I will miss it. Yeah. You'll be missed. Make sure you stop by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take care. See ya. See ya.